ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binaries of all ages, welcome to the show. If you are here to learn how to make characters the right way, you've come to the wrong place because we're all about making cats and we don't care if we do it the wrong way. I am Joel Holland and this is How to Make a Literal Cat in Your Favorite RPG. Thank you for that lovely introduction as always, Joel. Uh, I'm Austin Irwin. Wait, did you expect me to introduce you? No, I mean, usually you kind of, like, toss it over to me. Um, kind of oh. like, you know, when you're like, like, I'd be like, oh, I'm Austin Irwin, and today we have on... I mean, yeah, you would do that, but, like, I, I said the thing out of order, because I was just talking fast and not thinking. But anyway, uh, hey, Austin, you remember that time we had Colin Parker of Timeline Scavengers on the podcast? Uh, I do remember Colin. It was a great time, you know? Good okay. episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? We have the other timeline scavenger here this week. Oh. Hey. Now, who would that be? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hi. Uh, well, I, I thought he was here. <laughs> oh, there he is. There he is. <laughs> it's me. It's James. It's James from Timeline Scavengers. Hey, hey, hey. It's me. Hello, James. The restraint uh, at not busting in and just being like, hey, everyone. Which I did anyway, <laughs> but like... <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, I we're mean, prepped for we it. Kind, we kind of thought you would chime in somewhere <laughs> at that point. On my best behavior, uh, unfortunately. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, that, all the formalities are going to fall all the way away. It's going to be great. It's all right. No one's even going to know there was an awkward pause there because I have a truncate silence button in Audacity. Fantastic, fantastic. Truncate that silence. We're flowing smooth like molasses on this podcast, you know? <laughs> Slow and steady. <laughs> so, uh, James, you want to tell yeah. us a little bit about your role-playing experience? Uh, sure. I uh, I came to, to role-playing quite late. Um, I did, you know, listen to a lot of podcasts about, you know, actual play podcast sort of stuff before I ever was on one. Uh, I was on the, uh, as far as I know, first role-playing podcast about the game uh, Kids on Bikes. Because we called the game kid the the podcast Kids on Bikes until they told us that we couldn't do that anymore. Oh, I remember that show. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun. And then we stopped it because it's it became too hard to sort of schedule. You know, you know, classic stuff happens. And then I have played a couple of role playing games. Uh, I was on a Christmas episode of Myth Takes that Colin ran and. Uh, I've done a couple of bonus content. I've run a couple of games for the the Scavengers Network Patreon, including I've run the a couple of different Marvel related RPGs for Timeline Scavengers bonus content um, in what we call the Timeline Scavengers Annuals, which are at the end of the year and they're role playing with characters we've talked about over the year. And it's a lot of fun. Neat. Yeah. Nice. So not a lot, but some. So about the Marvel games. Yeah. I assume that's what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. I was All right, good. The first, <laughs> the first year I did, I ran uh, Masks, which I guess isn't technically a Marvel game, but I did run it as a Marvel game, and that was fine. But it is sort of designed to not be specific to Marvel. And then at some point last year, Marvel was like, "Hey, we got an RPG going on, uh, and order come order the beta like testing version <laughs> booklet thing." So I did that, and uh, yeah, that's what I've brought sort of to the to the table today. All right. I kind of have the feeling there was an older Marvel RPG, but there um, were a couple I think that were that were sort of this is a multiverse 
related thing. It's called like multiverse role playing game. I think they had some other like Marvel more comic related, um, like yeah, a little less branded. I think older stuff. That makes that makes sense. I don't know. Maybe at some point we'll find one and bring it on the show. But this is the latest edition. So so fresh. It's not officially released yet. Yeah. <laughs> Sometime yeah, this this, this year, hopefully they'll. They'll take all my complaints about it and uh, put out an official hardcover book of um, what they promised me to what they promised me and everyone else, I suppose, to be a, like have like a bunch more character. Like you can like just if you want to just come in and play Spider-Man, they have that available in the back of this and a number like Iron Man and Black Panther and stuff. And then they have they're going to they promised a bunch more like powers and uh, background stories and, and stuff, too. So you know more is what we're looking for in 2023 and it's gonna be good nice yeah yeah that that is nice you think we'll be able to play spider-man the bodega cat oh maybe yeah i mean i don't see why not <laughs> actually you know what i doubt that marvel is going to give us the spider-man the bodega cat from spider-man miles morales for the ps4 and 5 on their own I mean, I think we should do it for them. Yeah, I mean, there's only one way to make them do it, and that's to, um, you know, get everyone to tweet about it and everyone to sort of raise their voices and come come together in one one noble cause, and that's the cause. We've got to make sure that everyone who is playtesting this game hears this episode and tweets it at Marvel's wh- whoever is working on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a plan, and it sounds like a good one. Uh, like, it helps the world, is, is what I really like the most about it. The world needs yeah. more wholesome content right That's now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know that we should do the officially branded Spider-Man the Bodega Cat, uh, but I do think it would be good if we, ju- we just got to show them how to make a cat yes. that could fit in the game in general, and they can do the rest. For sure. I 100% agree. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. I guess before we get started on that, I should clarify, the game's rules don't matter that much to us. We'll follow them unless it's inconvenient, but we do have some rules as a show that we have to follow when we're working on this. And those rules are, rule number one, we accept no cop-outs. We're making a cat, that's the exact animal that comes to mind when I say the word, It cannot be some anthropomorphic race, not a person turned into a cat, not a cat girl, not a lion, not a tiger, no other cop-outs you can imagine. Yeah. Absolutely not. Not that alien from Captain Marvel that looks like a cat but isn't a cat. Mm, No, can't Not cat enough. That might actually fall under rule number two as well. Uh, Homebrew isn't real. If the rules do not explicitly allow something to happen, it counts as a rule broken. If we come across a rules-as-written versus rules-as-intended situation, we go with whichever one says no, because we like pain. Yep. Rule number three, if the game includes stats for a literal cat, which, uh, do you, do you uh, know anything about that? Just uh, As far as I know, there's the no book. literal cat uh, in, the, in the book. Black Panther, but again, that's not a, that's not a literal cat. They have not planned that encounter yet. Okay, nice. noted. But anyway, so we don't have to worry about that this time. But if there was a cat, we would have to adapt that game, that cat's stat block to our character sheet. Fourth off, uh, the character class or background, or I guess in this case, 
superpower question mark yeah. has to exist in the game's core rules or as part of his official expansion which there's not of this right. um <laughs> and we're yeah, too we... we're too early for uh for expansions <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we can't make stuff up either because yet again no homebrew well, I mean, we can make stuff up, but we just can't call it homebrew. We have to call it breaking the rules. That's true. What is homebrew if not breaking the rules? <laughs> well, that depends on who <laughs> depends on who you ask. Because <laughs> according to some people, D and D perfectly fits any system if you homebrew it enough, and homebrew is one hundred percent legal. That's fair. Hmm. Side note: they're all wrong. Uh, the the correct way to play a grizzled detective you gotta play a gumshoe game like mutant city blues speaking of which i need to get a copy of mutant city blues but that's completely unrelated to the current situation the current situation is we need to talk about rule five the cat can learn any skill available to its class we once had a cat that could seal away people's superpowers because it worked for an organization that trained people to do that. Oh, yeah, that's another game where it would be really easy to just play a grizzled detective because it's like a noir setting. Oh, yeah. Sadly, that grizzled detective, being a cat, would not be able to use their magnifying glass, according to rule number six, uh, if a tool would be physically impossible for a literal cat to use, uh, even if comically downsized for them and their little paws, they cannot use it. They yep. can't hold that uh, magnifying glass handle. They can't look through a microscope. They can't play video games on a controller. Mouse and keyboard? We'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, yeah, a cat doesn't have a posable thumb, so it could not operate a magnifying glass. But with assistance, it probably could look through a microscope. You know mm. what? I, I think you're right. I, You know, I may have a microscope lying around. Genji, come on. Good test this theory. <laughs> You'll have to let us know how that goes. <laughs> I'll give you the full full breakdown. CSI cats. <laughs> we have, and also finally, we have to keep track of every rule that we break. Now, honestly, we've done a couple superhero themed RPGs for this show, and so far, we've not had to break a single rule. Because human is not necessarily a strict requirement right. in a uh, a game like this. <laughs> right. You know, it's uh, it's very open-ended. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I don't want to get anyone too excited, but I just thought of a really cool uh, solve for something that might have been tough for us to, to get around. I just thought of a, a great, no? a great idea. So I don't want to, like, tease it up too much, but I'm really excited. All right, well, when it comes up. Yeah, I'll let you know. You'll know because I'll be really excited when I say it. <laughs> okay. James, you're the one with the book this time, so... Yeah. Oh, one more thing. Uh, there's not actually a form-fillable character sheet for this this game. Not yet, anyway. Hopefully there will be because, you know, it's like Disney is <laughs> indirectly sponsoring its production you would think that they'd be able to spring for accessibility aids like a form-fillable character sheet at some point. Absolutely. But because that doesn't exist yet, there is a Redditor whose username is Buccaneer, that's B-U-K-A-N-I-R, who has provided on, on Reddit, where the Redditors live, a 
auto-calculating character sheet that you can fill out with details from the book. Yes. It is in a Google spreadsheet document, and, uh, I mean, we've worked with those before. We y- Y'all uh, probably downloaded the Relics, a Game of Angels character sheet. That, that was done the same way. Yep. We are no stranger to this format. Um, you know, we're, we're flexible people. <laughs> we try to be. We're as flexible as cats, you know? <laughs> that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Well, depends. Maybe not that flexible. I can't, <laughs> you know, bend over. I can't bend we over did, backwards like that. We did just get to the end of six rules, six very strict rules. So flexible, yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, we're flexible with the games rules, yeah. just not with the podcast. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Selective flexibility. <laughs> that feels very cat-like, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't possibly move right now. Or, I can fit through that hole. Exactly. <laughs> uh, completely up to our discretion. Exactly. So, shall I tell you a little bit about uh, about this game? Absolutely. Yes, please. So um, it's called the Marvel Multiverse role-playing game. Basically, the idea is, hey, do you want to play as your favorite characters from the movies and uh, maybe also the comic books? Or maybe the comic books and maybe also the movies. I think that's the order because it takes place in 616. Or it, like the dice rolls, you roll three dice when you're doing like combat or whatever, and one of them is your special dice, which if it comes up as one... And the other two are sixes. You get six one six, and that's your like nat twenty. Hmm. So it's pr- it's a pretty cool and rare thing to to see happen, but it does happen. That's pretty cool. So basically, you you can either play it in terms of like make a new a new character, or they also have in this book and I'm imagining in future books, like you can basically just be like, I want to be Rocket Raccoon or Groot, and then <laughs> it's like, all right, well you just use these this uh, you know this player sheet already filled out so it's making a character i'll tell you making a character without this uh auto calculating google spreadsheet was interesting and involved a lot of sort of like wait what was that number and <laughs> now it doesn't at all it's going to be like uh, all right let's look at the next drop down which i'm very very stoked about so it's basically you have you're going to your rank uh determines sort of uh everything about how many options you have. Um, then you're going to select like an archetype, which is going to be a fun conversation, I think. And then that archetype has certain traits to it. Then you're going to pick some, you know, like a power set. And those power sets have a couple of options uh, associated with them. And then that's kind of it. I mean, like, then you sort of build your own backstory, like the hit points and stuff all sort of auto-populate and stuff. It's pretty. It's a pretty open-ended uh, character building thing for as many like lists and tables and stuff as there are associated with it. Like it, it does, you know, I made Captain America, Captain Carter, Phillips from Captain America, first Avenger and stuff like, and it was fairly easy to be like, this feels right for them. So it's a, it's a pretty cool system. And it's a, and as you said, it's still in sort of its playtest mode. So presumably they're going to get even, hopefully they'll even get easier to use and, uh, you know, cooler uh, as they release the uh, official full version this year hopefully so yeah that's uh that's sort of where we're at i've played one game with it and it went pretty well i'm planning on playing another game with it at the end of this year too at least so it's a it's a pretty new one which i think is pretty fun nice Hmm. we are on the cutting edge yeah absolutely i don't think we've ever had an rpg this fresh on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) i love that fantastic 
That's what I like to hear. And we probably never will again. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think that's fair. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. It's not every day you get your hands on an RPG before it officially releases. Yeah. <laughs> Although I will say, uh, being sort of in with uh, the creators of Kids on Bikes, we are sometimes like the cast of that podcast, like sort of as a group gets asked occasionally to be like, hey, do you want to play test this or that? Uh, which is pretty cool. It's a pretty fun uh like just by Renegade Games or like by like like Doug Lewandowski and uh and Jonathan Gilmore, like the people that like made it, like that came up with like the stuff. Oh. Um will be like, Hey, we're do we're working well, on this. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty it's it's pretty cool to get sort of have that, you know, connection to them and stuff. So yeah. Nice. So all I'm saying is like I'm not saying that this might be that it won't be the last time that I can come to you guys with like a hey, here's a new thing. But it's possible that I could because in the past I've got access to kind of this sort of stuff. That's not me yeah. saying like for sure, sh- like, you know, caveat, 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 but it could happen mm-hmm. is all I'm saying. Nice. Yeah. I mean, and also, like, I'll just throw it out there. Like, we've had plenty of of game designers come on and cover their own games at this point. So sure. Like, oh, yeah. For you, sure. Yeah, you can too, it, listener. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Listener, give us your scratch note napkin rundown of your <laughs> of your new rpg that you came up with at a denny's at two in the morning oh yeah You're like tailor made for making cats out of them oh absolutely <laughs> we do have a bit of a time constraint here to, to yeah. work around so let's go ahead and like we we should jump in yeah, yeah. let's do so the first thing that needs to happen is uh picking a rank which i think is fairly simple one I think zero is available, but I don't understand why. So I think one is probably where we want to start with that one. Um, yeah. Oh, the zero is is a, a rank that's possible. So I guess zero is technically the, the, the lowest you can possibly start. Do we want to start at the lowest? or? Let me see if I any... feel like the the lower our rank, the more literal of a cat we can be. You're right, you're right. It looks like, here it says... Other players prefer to start from scratch at rank one. So the book seems to think that even though they include zero in their table, that one is the definition of starting from scratch, which I assume starting from scratch is as cat-like as you can get. So do are, is one of you filling out uh, this form or shall I? Yeah. Okay. Yes, cool. I am. Side note, I have a screen share running on Discord if you would like to. Oh, look. is it? Do I click watch stream? i was like you know it'll probably start showing up when uh something i don't know what i was waiting for that makes sense cool good so do we still think rank zero do we want to i think rank one i think we should do rank one i mean obviously the book wants us to start there i still like if there's if there's instructions for playing a rank zero hero i think that's going to get us like we'll be pretty bare bones if you go to the input tab next to the main tab, I think that's where you oh, want to yeah. do your inputting because there's all the drop downs or whatever. So zero is uh, selectable down there below whatever. And then it should populate all the, like, if you see go. the, yeah. uh, in the input, it says like you have like all these traits that like you have negative whatever traits. Yep. Um, it's because they have this all filled out. You, with your ability score points, points ability, you have zero. So basically, ability score. You have uh, Might, Agility, Resilience, Vigilance, Ego, and Logic, which does spell Marvel because they're very cute. And 
Uh, well, you know, I'm looking at this, and it looks like we get no points in anything if we start at rank zero. So let's start at rank one. I think that's, okay. I think that's a good point. Uh, and you start with five points to distribute among these five, two, three, six things. So one of them is going to need to be a zero. No, no, because you can go negative. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. You can go negative, which is ability scores. Average score for any ability is zero. So we could start with rank zero because it would mean that uh, all of the scores would, would, would be balanced, would cancel out. So because you, you can go from minus four to plus four. So if you started with rank zero, you just wouldn't have anything that was a net. You, your powers would not be a net advantage in any, in any way. Ah. Characters rank. You spend points however you like. Condition if you lower a score below zero, you can use those points to increase other scores. Right, of course. You can't voluntarily lower any score below negative four. And you can't raise anything above four. That's why they said between four and negative four. Uh, so yeah, it looks like we we uh, we can do rank zero. It's just you know we sort of have to have all of our things be uh, canceled out. All right, but it's the same for like it's not just like the ability score. It's traits, powers, and power sets. Like we don't get anything at rank zero. Is that true for the for the powers and stuff? There's too? a rank tab on the yeah. character. Sheet. And you know what? Yeah. Uh, the, in the powers section. It doesn't have zero. So I think that if you were making like Willie the Mailman from Fantastic Four, you'd do rank zero because he wouldn't have any <laughs> powers. But yeah. All right. So if we want this cat to have powers, then we would uh, make that rank one. All right. I feel like we should do like, even if it's just like describing an incredibly mundane thing a cat can do as a power. Yeah. Well, like agility. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because so, at least we'll, I think. That'll allow us to explore at least a little bit more of, you know, the actual creation. Yeah, we want to go through the character creation process. We just don't want to... So basically you're going to... um, The ability score caps... So we have rank one, so that's five. So there are ability scores basically based on without... Before you pick an archetype, and then once you pick an archetype, that gives archetype ability scores, so you can increase stuff like... The blaster, just for instance, if at rank one you get plus two might, plus two agility, plus one resilience, etc. So, what are the uh, all the archetypes? Uh, all the archetypes are blaster, bruiser, genius, polymath, protector, and striker. What do they do? <laughs> also, so okay, so the blast. So basically, what majorly separates them, other than like here are some examples of blasters like bullseye and cyclops. Blasters get raised caps on agility and vigilance. So if, you know, one to four, it says the ability score is, is five. But if you get, uh, if you pick a blaster, then you can take agility and vigilance above five or above uh, above four because it has to add up to five. Does that make sense? Like for agility and vigilance, you don't have to stop at four. Oh, okay. But Bruiser is like might and resilience, and Genius is vigilance and logic. And then Polymath, you'll see here it says, if it's a Polymath, put the the things, because Polymath is any two. And then Protector is vigilance and ego, and Striker is might and agility. So I had sort of been thinking of a Striker for a cat because of agility. I mean, just based on on flavor, that sounds about right. And then I can okay. read what it says. A striker hits hard and fast, relying on their reflexes and training to keep them out of harm's, harm's way. They make good loners if they can avoid getting hurt too badly, but they can even be better. They can be even better on a team where they can rely on others for protection and support and support, so they can really cut loose. 
Blade, Daredevil, Elektra, Iron Fist, Wolverine, White Tiger, and Wolverine. Well, Wolverine, Laura Kinney, and Wolverine Logan. I think Stryker sounds gotcha. exactly like a cat. Absolutely. Good loners, if they can avoid getting hurt too badly, is basically every cat I've ever known. Mm-hmm. Will yell loudly when hurt, though. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so if we pick Stryker, so, yeah, agility and vigilance. And then the rank should determine... But yeah, see down there the might in that red box. Let me go over to mine just so I can... The agility caps. Yeah, yeah. agility yeah. caps. If we put... Oh, I have the rank, striker, right. And then uh, you actually probably want to clear out the... Because uh, a couple of these things are like are, are being increased by these powers. Yeah. Because like plus 10, plus 11 uh, is is not where we're, where we're working at normally with... Uh, with all right i see and now it's cleared the uh yeah cleared the origins yep yeah right because then you take out the is thing is there an origin that is there an origin that we want though let me see so your origins are kind of of limited but i think this is where i was excited about so your origins are alien god high tech magic mutant special training or weird science and here's where i was thinking so do you know about calico cats how they're female because yes the the yes. <laughs> color is on the x gene so the mm-hmm. only way to have a male calico cat is if it's a mutant we've already that that was how we did pebble star rats that was how we did pebble star rats i didn't see this coming so okay back to the drawing board so <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry to... he hid his disappointment uh, very well uh he thought Okay, so I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know what the most mundane, like, special training, maybe? Maybe. Or, it, like, it looks like none is an option. Let's see. If you don't find an origin you want, you can just make one up. Nope, no, no. Superhero characters. Several origins are listed below. Each comes with a package of traits that are defined later in the chapter. Yeah, it says, and there will be lots more coming soon. So it says you can have none if you want. Hmm. It sort of feels like that would be a, a a place for if you wanted to pick your own. But if none is an option, then none makes, you know, of all those options, it makes sense to me. Does it remove? When you select none, then it takes out all the origin traits. Yeah, right. it takes off all this. So it we doesn't could have anything. do mutant and simply make, like, the cat have, like, heterochromia or something. Right. Oh, that'd be fine. Yeah, I'd be good with that. I think it'd still work. Like, we can, I mean, like, special training gives it, it says the character's powers come from long hours of intense practice, and it gives it the trait of determination, which is mm. possibly something. We could, yeah. Possibly. I feel like special training, like, we've we've made the argument about cats being able to be trained to do weird stuff that cats mm. probably wouldn't normally do. Yeah. A lot. So. Mm. Do we not so want to... We... We could do it again. We could come up with some other weird job for a cat to do, for a cat to do that a cat probably wouldn't normally do. What is we could do? We could do high tech because of all the. Let me look at the at the rules to see if I'm breaking anything. We could do high tech and give it some cool toys, like some cool like collar add-ons or whatever. The Iron Cat. Iron Cat. That's, that's yeah. Sounds too much like a paradox Pokemon now. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you're right. Iron Cat is a is a comic book uh, that's out now. Wait, what? It's uh, Iron Man and Black Cat. I haven't read it. Oh, oh okay. I thought you meant like oh. there was actually an Iron Cat. 
it may be that it's a it's a person that has both like that it's like black cat gets iron man suit or something i'm not positive uh i just mm. have seen it and uh yeah availability. that's probably what it is yeah. i just it's disappointing in comparison to the first thing that came to mind <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, I mean, I'm fine with, I would be fine with high tech. I would be fine with, I could make, we could, you know, sounds like special training is a little bit of a cliche at this point, which, you know. If we do high tech, we could give it a cat gun. Mm-hmm. Could. We could bring cat, back the cat gun. Cat gun part two electric boogaloo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the electric boogaloo. Or, or maybe, maybe, if we're bringing in weird sci-fi tech, the Katana. I was thinking the Katana might be possible this episode. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think if we go high tech, we can give him the Katana. All right. Yeah, I think so. I think. I mean, I think we could, because I think that, that we're in the area of, like, blades and cybernetics, and there's firearms if we wanted to do cat gun, but I think that uh, Katana is absolutely possible. And what are the job, op- the profession options? So the profession options are criminal Healthcare worker, lawyer, journalist, investigator, outsider, ruler, scientist, soldier, spy, student, or tycoon. I'm leaning either criminal or outsider. Correct. Those are the ones I was leaning towards as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like criminal. I like criminal as well. I I think criminal would be good. (laughs) We have established from the Blades in the Dark episode that cats have a high affinity for crime. Yes, I love that. I love that. So much crime committed on our podcast. <laughs> I think there's a limit. I think you can only you can pick more than one, but like you, you obviously don't have to. I mean, like obviously you can pick origin two question mark profession two question mark. But we don't need to do. Yeah, nah. So it says there's one trait left. Does that do, will we have to pick a second origin to get it? Or? No, uh, it's because you have. Uh, let me see where it is. It is in... I was just looking at this because I was trying to refresh my memory on... You get an extra trait because it's rank one. Yeah, you get one extra trait. And he, and here are the extra traits. Because we're rank one, we get one extra traits of these. Abrasive, alien heritage, audience, authority, battle ready, beguiling, berserker, black market access, blind, bloodthirsty, clinicious... Or sorry, clinician, clueless, combat expert, combat finesse, combat reflexes, combat trickery, connections, death. Clueless sounds amazing. Clueless, it Ooh. tends to shut out things they're not entirely focused on. They have trouble on any vigilant checks to spot hiding or invisible enemies or traps. Enemies have an edge on agility to sneak near or past them. I think that... I like it. <laughs> Like you could, there's also like loan. This the, the list of extra traits because it it jumps up so much with each rank. It's a it's a big one. There's loner is one of the extra traits. There's like uh, iron will or heroic or gullible or out of shape. <laughs> I don't think that I don't think we can do loner simply because I don't think that a cat could make the cat Tana on its own. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. And we've already got a uh, connections criminal, yep. right? So, is there like a another any other like connections options or? So yeah, you can. I mean, like connections. Yeah, you already have that. So there's is infamous part of the infamous is 
The character is widely known and generally disliked, at least among a certain group of people or population, um, <laughs> which is kind of a fun sort of criminal thing. Infamous might make sense, yeah. but like when nothing is going on, this cat is kind of a menace to society because it can just yeah. pull out a sword at random times <laughs> and nobody can stop it. <laughs> right, right. There's also signature weapon if we wanted to have a katana. As, like, the character is known for owning and using a unique and powerful weapon. We gotta. We gotta. Gotta have signature weapon, then. Yep. Cool. Infamous would be funny, because it could be, like, infamous among the animal control. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. All right. Wait, did that cost more than one trait? Um... No, I think you can. I think you was... need to zero out these fearless, glibness, sneaky things. Oh, because okay. those are those are I think uh, the ones they've selected before that. Oh, I see. Okay, so how do you zero it out? I erased. Hopefully, it. at the bottom of the list, there's an empty like. No, there's not. There's an edit button. There is an edit button. Might have to just. Might have to uh, edit your own. I think you have to, to just delete it, it and then yeah, and then and then pick um, signature weapon, and then co- it has a colon here you because have... you need to put the additional info about the weapon. Yes, and I can. I mean, I don't know if we want to do that. Can you like backspace out on the the traits or? Yep. Okay. Good. So like, if we want to do the six, if we want to do the katana now, uh, we can, or we can do it later when we're getting into more in, into another area. I'd basically be going off of like. They have Captain America Shield and Mjolnir in the character things, so I'd be using that. Wait, by erasing the other traits, did we get another trait point back? Uh, we did. We so it's, for some reason it was at negative three because of the ones that they had put in. Right. Um, right. Can we do Infamous now? I think that that uh bonus trait is adding into total traits left. Oh. Yeah. And I think that if we added in another one, it would say you have negative one total traits. So there's not really a way to add in an extra thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, now we're into... Oh, well, no, do you want to talk about Katana or do you want to move into powers and then... Actually, I think that the signature weapon is in is in these powers. Let me just check here. Because it's like you have to pick... If it's in the powers, then let's just... Because maybe then we could remove the bonus trait and not even have to worry about. I'm just trying to see where it is in in terms of like building the. Oh, I see um, what you mean. Special. I say let's just follow the the procedure and at yeah. some point it will come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're good. I think so. Okay, so now it's time to pick a power set, and here are the power sets: battle suit, blades, cybernetics, firearms, energy control, martial arts. Plasticity, shield bear, spider powers, super strength, tactical mastery, or weather control. So a bunch of those fall way by the wayside. With rank one, we get one power set and one power from that power set. So I think the only things that would work is like, we're high tech. We've obviously got a tech supplier. Yeah. So we could potentially do battle suit. Yeah. If our signature weapon is the katana, we could do blades. Right, and then also that works in the, the the claws of the cat too. True. I was leaning towards blades. Yeah, let's do blades. I think, yeah, I think I agree. Blades. So then there's a power list which sort of looks like a um, 
I, the only thing I can think of is like if you look at like Final Fantasy like video game like the they they'll put like charts of like how you level up or whatever. Yeah. They have that mm. kind of thing here. So our our options for the one power we can pick and I can tell you about each of these powers, fast slashes, vicious slash, slash back or slash and dash. Slash and dash, the the character charges ahead, blades out. Slash back, seeing the enemy off balance, the character strikes back. Fast slash, probably just a fast slash. Uh, the character bla- the character's blades lash out. And then vicious slash is probably some sort of vicious slash. And it says, the character strikes a felling blow. So I think probably fast slash or like slash and dash are sort of where I'm at, I think. I like slash and dash. Yeah. Yeah. That should have, yeah. So then the last, I think basically we're maybe into the power sets and calculate other scores. They already did that. So then pick backstory elements. We did, but now it's sort of like we need to give it a, I think we're at the, the character is made and we just need to sort of, um, talk about where, what, what this, uh, or I guess we want to do Katana. We want to figure out what Katana is. Like, obviously it's got to be some kind of of tech because a cat cannot normally wield a, jet, right. a sword the size of a of a cat of a katana because it's a two-handed weapon mm-hmm. right so it could have been trained so here's what i'm thinking for katana and tell me if you think this is not what you pictured it's on the cat's back and it can extend and the cat controls it with its swishy tail the Ooh, tail that's one possibility goes back and forth that is okay. one possibility i was thinking of like Whenever the cat extends its claws, like it just shoots out. Since we're in a battle suit, or no, like no, that. we're no longer doing battle we're suit. We just have high tech something. So never mind. I think that if I may say this, I think we can be in. We can have like a battle suit, so we can have high tech attached to us. We just won't be picking powers from the battle suit power yeah. set. So like, I imagine just like kind of like a miniature gauntlet that is affixed to the cat's forearm. And then it's triggered whenever the cat like extends its claws, then that katana like shoots out. <laughs> so it wouldn't be all that big. It would just kind of work like a, a Wolverine claw, except maybe longer. Yeah. Well, or, I mean, in the Marvel Universe, there's, you know, I, I feel like there's enough compression that could be done with the high tech that when the cat does slash it may as well just be a full-size katana (laughs) (laughs) see that that's kind of what i was thinking except i was imagining like zacian or that one dark souls 2 boss oh yeah the cat like has like the hilt that it wears like you know like a samurai belt with the the sword on the the hilt and it grabs it with its mouth and when it pulls it out, the blade extends from the inside of the handle when the cat bites down on it. Ooh. Oh, that's so cool. Uh this is amazing. I'm good with I'm good with uh, any of the options that have been listed so far. Frankly. I was about to say I like all three of them. <laughs> it's hard to pick. <laughs> I was going to say, I do, I really like Joel's, just the idea of, like, seeing a cat, like, pull out a hilt, and just be like, the fuck is that cat doing? And then it bites down, and there's just a huge collapsible sword inside. I think that's the one. I think that's the one. (laughs) 
right. so i mean like we like we have to pick a range or whatever but i don't think we need to necessarily do that since we're not actually pl- playing i mean like we'd have to figure that out eventually but i think it seems to me like with captain america shield it says range 100 feet bashing damage returns after attack so like i mean mm. range that, that's assuming you throw it right range you know the length of a katana held in mouth slashing damage like i would say like weapon weapons melee melee weapons in like i don't know D, let's say they they make the assumption that like melee range is approximately five feet right right mm-hmm. yeah monsters monster of the week a gun with terrible uh accuracy or range would be considered a close range weapon Whereas a sword, knife, or what was something else I've heard? Hammer, I think, would be intimate. Okay. Uh, so we're looking at a, like, close, up close and personal type weapon. Right. This cat is going to bite down on this sword and then jump you with a giant sword. <laughs> <laughs> and steal something from you, presumably. Some sort of, like, criminal activity. Oh, absolutely. Love that. Okay. This cat is absolutely a mugger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone cute's like, cat burglar? No, mugger. I don't know why you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, like, that's that's basically it. Like, if you're making, like, the most basic of characters, like, you want to start your character at, like, you know, wet behind the ears, whatever, this is what, this is basically you've picked your options and you hope that you survive the, the encounters. <laughs> is basically my understanding of it. I didn't dare make any characters that were rank one because I'm. I guess I'm not. I'm not brave enough. I guess is really what it comes down to. I feel like if you're starting at rank one, you've got to start with like some pretty low stakes villains. Sure, for sure. Like Mugger yeah, like bank robbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how low stakes is a bank robbery. I mean, I guess it depends, I, right? Like, yeah. Like, are we talking? I'm not talking heist. I'm talking like, you know, four dudes in a van. Right. Well, what kind of van? I mean, that's a whole other question. Yeah. <laughs> like, if we assume like a an armed robbery where they go in, hold like the bank worker and customers hostage while the bank teller or whatever they're called empties mm-hmm. the cash register. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if we're just talking like the most intelligent type of of bank robbery where you go in with a small group steal what's in the cash register and leave before the police have time to arrive yeah Mm -hmm. i i don't know i would say that's that's not exactly low stakes because that's four guys with guns yeah right well i mean if you're in a group of people that's like that's like a rank two encounter maybe rank three (laughs) I, i don't even know if it's rank three like one guy might struggle with that a team would would just destroy them. That's what I'm saying. Is like the encounter would be rank three, but if you're in a group, then everybody at rank one should be able to take care of that, right? The book has an example encounter and uh, enter Hydra and adventure, and the one character you have to face basically is actually I think you face doppelgangers of yourself, but like they have Hydra agent, which is a rank one, and they're like, you know, all their scores are one. It's like the most easily defeated sort of deal. So that's that's where that's sort of where they're at with rank one. So it sounds like, yeah, I would say that that kind of bank robbery is sort of where we're at with rank one as well. Gotcha. It does okay. list their one of their occupations as fascists. And I think that is an interesting place to put fascists. 
uh, yeah. as an occupation. It's like career career day went badly uh... for them. <laughs> hey, little Jimmy, what'd you learn at the career fair? <laughs> Hydra was famously aligned with Nazi Germany. Oh, so. for sure. Yes. For sure. Yeah. 100%. So much. Well, and then... Funnily enough, in in Captain America: The First Avenger, they deliberately they they cut a scene where Hydra was going to basically start taking out Nazis too to to separate themselves from like we're a different evil evil organization. Uh, but they cut that because I think it would have been too confusing. And I agree with that. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they kind of <laughs> made it clear they were going that yeah. way with like. <laughs> the red skull character arc in that movie for but... sure for sure oh yeah they yeah they just made it much more like our you know mindless drones versus yours so yeah i think that that's the character's stats sorted it has a cat it has a katana right, so... in its mouth and claws yeah so like even though it's a big sword it's being wielded by a small creature so it would still right. have just like regular sword range Whatever close or immediate is considered in this game. So, like, five feet to a couple meters. And, like, presumably it would be a situation where largely shins and ankles and, like, Achilles tendons and stuff are are the things in danger. Yeah. Presumably that the cat wouldn't, like, tilt the head. Although, maybe. But, like... I mean, it's a cat. It'll get whatever it can Yeah, it'll figure it out. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. All right. So, what's up next on our list? I mean, if if character creation at this point is more or less done, yeah, right. I would say. Like, it is. Did we assign? Did we assign our ability points? Do we have ability points to assign, or did it just do that entirely for us? We didn't assign ability points. Uh, it didn't do that for us. That is true because we have five, uh, a net of five to split among our six abilities. So we could probably have a discussion about like what's a cat good at. In terms of might, oh, agility, right. and do you know where we put that in? Or? I would still say probably in in input. <clears throat> That's okay. It's weird because the rest of my the rest of this uh, thing is not auto populated. Huh. It's so strange. I don't know if I need to like control S this or something. It's like if you put, I don't know. It says that uh, you have some ability score points remaining. So uh, you you have five. To, we have five to use. Uh, and it can go down to minus one or minus minus four, and up to is our might is our might too high? Because like it says the ability cap for might is four, but it gives us a score of seven. Agility and vigor. Or no, it, what is that? A five? It's a six. Oh, okay. So it's only one point too high. Something is going weird because agility and vigilance should be have an increased cap. Uh, because of us being strikers, it won't stop us from do it from uh, answering our own values. So right, we can right. just like put in the scores that we for sure that we know to be correct for sure. Yeah, we have five is our ability score cap or our points available for just normal, and then the archetype ability score. Every archetype has two ability scores that can be raised above the standard cap of four. So we can raise might and agility above four, but it's still like that. We only have five points to use. So, if, you know, we could have agility be five and everything else be zero, for example. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Or like, yeah. you know. So our our total uh, score should be like one, uh, five, right? For right, right. For everything. Right. I think we want a couple points in might if we're going to be wielding a sword. So yeah. maybe three in agility, two in might. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. 
There we go. Now it's populating that we have zero remaining. So we did two in right. two in might and three in agility. Is that what we ended up doing? Yep. Okay. Correct. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Again, rank one is so, is so funny because it's like, yeah, no, that's it. Good luck out there. Okay. <laughs> we are we're we're running low yes, on, on yes. time. Like, let's 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 nail it. Let's go. Let's let's blast through it. So we need to come up with a real name, a code name, height, weight, gender, eyes, skin, hair. Skin. <laughs> I think it should be a black cat. Black cat? Black cat sounds good. It's the best criminal color of cat. Because it's a, the color of, you know, dark as the night. Skin. We can just say cat skin, probably. Yeah. yeah. And then eyes. Are we saying heterochromia? So like one blue, one Yeah, we can still do that. Green? Yeah, let's do it. Green. And you guys have height and weight sorted, right? Like, that's already on... Oh, yeah, we've got average yep. hi- height of a cat to be 9.1 to 9.8 inches. Uh, is this an average cat, or... I think it should be a small... On the on sort of like a, a smaller cat. All right, let's go 9.1, then. And then okay. I got average cat weight is between 8.8 and 11 pounds. For some reason, we have lifespan and height listed, but not weight. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know what happened there. Okay, so it's 8.8 and 11? Yeah. Obviously, this cat's got to be pretty light. I think, I think, do you put 9.1 for the height? Let's do 9.1 for the weight. Nice, even. Oh, yeah. Perfectly balanced, exactly. as all things should be. <laughs> as the katana also is. <laughs> Gender. I feel like it's been a few episodes since we've done a male cat. Yeah. True. Actually, wait. Was what what gender was Mousetrap? I don't remember. Oh, that's a really good question, Joel. <laughs> uh, I I think you're right. I think it's been a minute since we've done a male cat because I can't remember the last time we did. <laughs> yeah, it's totally possible Mousetrap was a male, but that was almost three weeks ago at this point. <laughs> I've slept since then. Come on. We we you know what we can just put a question mark. <laughs> it's up to the viewer. <laughs> it's a it's a stray cat. Who has time to check? It's a non-binary cat. So code name and real name is a funny thing for a cat. <laughs> I mean, last time we came we came into this situation, we uh, named the cat Ham. Like it had people who it knew that that just called it Ham, and then it had its superhero family that called it Pebble Star. What if? It has a name, uh, like a normal name, and then almost like its code name is sort of like what it's known as, like on the streets by the people that like are, you know, the 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 menace of yeah. the. Now, one thing, uh, the last game we did had a special thanks to the cats and other pets of the uh, the people who worked on the game, and we saved all of those names. Perfect. We sure did. <laughs> So we've got uh, Ernie, Priscilla, Wanda, R2, Beth, Peanut, Aggie, Simber, Cecil, Onyx, Goober, Lawnmower, Cardi, Nikki, Iggy, Shirley, Lair, Les, Herb, Imperata Furiosa, <laughs> Ani, Bjorn, Benny, Agnetha, Florence, Meow, Meow Yunfat, Stephen Meow, Michelle Yo, Mio. Pierogi, Momo, Tortellini, Kathy, Roll, uh, but not Penzi. She knows what she did. <laughs> she does know what she did. I think Iggy 
is a nice uh, sort of. You like Iggy for the regular name? Iggy might be a good name because you know we're sort of undecided on 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 where we're going with gender, and that's a nice, cool sort of gender neutral ish name. I agree. I like Iggy, and then something like Midnight Blade or. Uh, Ooh. Is Midnight Menace already a superhero name? Because that sounds like either a superhero or... I'm just going to Google that phrase. It's like what J. Jonah Jameson calls 1946 film. Oh, it is. There is a... Wait, no. There is a short film from 1946 named that. Wow, the Wikipedia page is... The Wikipedia page is non-existent. It looks like two movies in the 30s and 40s, and then that's it. All right, so we could totally just name this cat the Midnight Menace. Hell yeah. That name goes hard. We don't need to call it the Midnight Men hiss because that's too much. That's, <laughs> that's too on the nose. I can just imagine the news story for this. If you are out late at night, you may you may already know about dealing with muggers in New York City, but are you prepared to be mugged by a cat? <laughs> today's top <Lord> story. <laughs> today's top story. Uh, we're here with Jonathan Jones. Jonathan... What happened to you the other night? Well, uh, it was just, it was sitting on a bench, uh, and it looked at me, and it, it had something on it around its its waist, <laughs> and then it grabbed it, and then it jumped at me, and suddenly it was holding a sword in its mouth. <laughs> that is a tragedy. More at 11, about how Jonathan Jameson <laughs> lost his hands. <laughs> both of them. The funny thing about just a mugger that He'll never do art again. Is... You how do you know that you're being mugged and not just attacked? And I like that a lot. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if you just give the cat what it wants, it won't attack you. But like, that's your. That's but if you, you don't you know what it wants, you have to guess. How do you know you're? How do you know you're being held? <laughs> how do you know you're being held up until it's too? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's just standing there with the 11. sword out. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Okay. Midnight Menace. Love it. All right. Well, successfully, we have done the the cat tana. <laughs> they, Joel, they said it are, couldn't be done. Joel, what are we gonna do now? <laughs> I don't know. We'll, I don't know. We can continue with the cat jackhammer. The cat spade or neutered. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. We. Maybe it's just too easy to come up with a thing that we can, that's just, that we joke about cats being able to wield. Because mm. uh, we know at this point that eventually we're going to accidentally find a game that will let us do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be real. Power outage, when we did power outage, it absolutely would have let us make the cat gun if we wanted to go that way. True. <laughs> I, I say we just we shut our brains off on this one and we'll just let the creative juices flow because you know we, when we come in thinking can we make the cat the cat Tana I feel like our brains just lead us down the most likely path that'll get us there. <laughs> yep. Although, like we we can say that we won't come up with more, but you, the audience, uh, oh yeah, I guess uh, before I get into that. James, do you yeah. have anything to plug? Uh, to listen to Timeline Scavengers. We come out three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, at Timeline Scav. It's a good time. It's a crazy time, but it's a fun time. Austin, what about you? 
Catch me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Twitch at Avalon Alchemist. I just beat Elden Ring for the third time. May or may not be going for a fourth. That'll come later, though, because I do plan on streaming Sunset Overdrive, which may or may not be finished by the time this episode comes out. I'm going to be real. Depends on how much <laughs> I want to play it, which currently is a lot. <laughs> uh, what about you, Joel? As for me, you can find me on most social media sites at Danalo Lioge. That's my name, Joel Holland, spelled backwards. If you don't know how to spell my name, that's that's just fine. What you can do instead is go to this website called jholland.start.page. I'll bet you can figure out how to spell that. That'll take you to all my social medias, my portfolio, probably some other things that I'm drawing a blank on at the moment. Now, you remember earlier how I was saying that you could come up with uh, things like the cat Tana or the cat gun to send us? Yeah, there's an email address for that, and it's literalcatpod at gmail.com. You can send us recommendations for games. You can send us recommendations for cats to make, things to do to the cats, jobs you would like to see a cat do. You get the idea. You can also send us pictures of your cats. I feel like I ask this every episode, and guys, people aren't sending us pictures of their cats. It's a real problem. <laughs> it is. All the Midnight Menace wants is for you to send a picture of your cat, and that then everyone <laughs> yeah. can keep their limbs, but until then. You can keep your hands. <laughs> oh yeah, the, there's supposed to be a picture of a cat, it looks like, that goes in that slot there on the... I, although I think that's supposed to be printed out and drawn in. Mm-hmm. You could you could probably try and do some ASCII art if you know how to do that, which I don't. <laughs> I got you. And there are a see, lot of a pretty simple one at the top because we only have so many cells, right? That uh, yeah, that's true. Let's go with the second one or the third. Oh, one, I was I, I was gonna go with this one. This one looks like okay. it's holding a katana yeah. in its yeah. mouth. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> does. Boom. There you go. Perfect. Oh, Midnight Menace, right there. It appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> there he is. A wild Midnight Menace appeared. It looks like he's peeking over <laughs> the player icon slot. <laughs> is it time to unshield Perfect. the katana? I think it is. Our Shield. cat's breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> All right. So, back on track. That's where you can find stuff about me. There will probably be a link at the very top of that by the time this episode comes out, because Austin and I are participating in a game jam the week we're recording this. Uh, assuming we complete that game, there might be a link to it in the the jholland.start.page, uh, like, near the top. So, yeah, go click that and play a game that Austin and I may be finished. <laughs> I hope we finish. <laughs> yeah. We have a week to find out if we finish it. <laughs> anyway, so that's it for me. As we were already onto the show, weren't we? Man, yeah. I'm I'm losing it, guys. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, there's our there's our email. But we, if you want to like just follow the show online, you can find us most places at Literal Cat Pod. Like if you just like go onto Twitter, look up Literal Cat Pod. Go onto Tumblr, look up Literal Cat Pod. Go onto YouTube, look up Literal Cat Pod. Where else can you look up Literal Cat Pod? Actually, I think that's it for right now. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's not true. You can look up Literal Cat Pod on Podchaser and leave us a review on Podchaser. 
Or, you know what, you could leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening to. It will make us feel good, and it will also make the algorithm feel good about sharing the, the podcast with others. The second one is the thing we care about more. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I'm still trying to, to work out some kind of, like, wiki thing. I think I found a, like, nice non-fandom wiki source that I'm gonna gonna t- try out. But as of right now, that is still not set up because I am doing more with my life at the at this exact moment than I was when the show started, kinda. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, the character sheets as of right now are still available in a Dropbox if you go to bit.ly/literalcatpod, and you can download all the character sheets from every episode. YouTube channel. The YouTube channel, I mentioned that you can find us on YouTube earlier. There will sometimes be little short clips from the episodes. I've not had as much time to do those recently, sorry. But another thing that I've not had time to do recently is attend the watch parties that I host for the show. (laughs) I've just not had time on Wednesday nights as much anymore. I think I missed the last three, and... Like, you've you've probably noticed, if you are watching from YouTube, that I've not hosted watch parties for the last couple episodes at this point. That's why. Like, I just, I can't guarantee that I'll have the time to commit to it anymore. So, unfortunately, at some point, it might be fun to start it back up. If y'all would be interested in seeing it started back up, you can reach out to us. We might even find a better day and time. Maybe not day, but time. To, to host it, you know, all that. But anyway, I think that's everything we need to talk about for now. We're we're over our time limit by a bit, so Austin, how about you give us a real quick cat pun? Um, thank you for listening, and uh, we hope to see you well on your way. Don't let the cat hiss at you on the way out. <laughs> Scene 2. Flashback. Setting. February 2nd. Hey, Colin, I was just thinking about making a podcast where we go scene by scene through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. James, I love that. That is a great idea. I'll tell you what, see if you can flesh it out just a little bit more, and then we'll get back together again soon and talk about it again. Scene 4. Flashback. Setting. February 20th. Man, I can't stop thinking about that idea of James's. It was so interesting. I wonder if we could do it in some sort of, like, chronological order. Scene 1. Present day. Setting. March 2nd. Colin, I was thinking about that Marvel podcast idea I had last month. Oh, yes, that idea. Oh, I love it so much. I remember it like yesterday. Scene 3. Present day. Minutes later. God, we were so young back then. It turns out I've been thinking about that podcast, too. Really? What were you thinking? All right, let me paint you a picture. It was a couple of days after President's Day. Scene 5. Present day. Minutes after that. Chronological, huh? That's a pretty good idea. So, like, if there's a flashback, we put it in the place on the timeline that's being flashed back to? Yeah. What, what do you think? I think absolutely. Let's do it. Why don't we call it Timeline Scavengers? Scene 6. The Future. Oh, how are we not done yet? 
that's my secret, Colin. We'll never be done. Timeline Scavengers. Assembling the MCU timeline forever.